Hey guys, this is Brandon Devere, and you're listening to the Learn For Two podcast. So here's the thing. After being in the real estate industry for over a decade, I realized the old model was broken. There was no way out, no end in sight. So I decided to ditch the masses and create my own opportunity. One that would put myself and others in a position to retire when we want to. This podcast is my journey to teach as many people as possible to do the same. My name is Brandon Devere, and welcome to the Learn For Two podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. It is Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. This is episode 31, and today we're going to be talking about a positive world. But first and foremost, thank you so much for listening. Uh, First time or you're a return listener, thank you so much. I do appreciate it. Uh, So the last couple episodes uh, have been a part of parts one and two of a three-part series that I was doing. um, My my brush with the big snooze uh, from uh, Jen Sincero's uh, book, You Are a Badass. Um, so this is the the third installment of that. And this is something that it took me a while to really understand. Um, and part of the reason that I do have that, you know, life's 10%, what happens to you 90%, how you react to it. Uh, and the, the idea that, uh, you know, that you can choose, choose your happiness or or choose your, your anger and basically kind of choose your own world. So this is a story number three that I wrote and I'm going to read it, uh, how it's written. Uh, it, and uh, go ahead and, and talk about it a little bit afterwards. Positive world. I was about 14 when I first realized she didn't know who I was anymore. She could no longer care for herself, and what words she could speak were rarely structured in a way that made sense to anyone else. She would forget things here and there, and in some cases would see things that weren't even there. She was physically in our world, but mentally, she was living in a world of her own. It wasn't until a few years later that I realized that the only difference between my mom's world and our world was her brain. Her brain was sick and it was creating her own alternate world, a negative world. Things made sense to her, but when she tried to explain, all that would come out was death, death, death. I watched as my mom's brain slowly chipped away at her life until it was no more. As I grew older, I started to think that if your brain can be so powerful that it could create a negative world, couldn't the opposite be true? Why couldn't our brain be so powerful that it could create a positive world where one thing happens to us and instead of reacting negatively, we choose to respond positively. I started thinking about this again today after reading a comment on my post from yesterday from my good friend, Tiffany. She said, and your positive attitude about life is one of the many reasons why we love you. This was in response to a comment I made in, in regards to the car accident that I was in the night before. I had two directions I could go after that accident. One, I could have said, why is this happening? And continued to create a negative world for me. Or accept what happened and be grateful that I, as well as the others involved, were all able to walk away and go home to their loved ones. Either way, the choice was mine. And since I believe that like energy attracts like energy, I chose option two. Why? Because I'm in the process of building my positive world. And so, yeah, so this is something that, uh, you know, growing up, it was, uh, it, was, you know, living with my mom, I kind of saw her slowly, slowly fade away and just, just see that nothing was changing around her, but her perception of everything was changing. And it was due to a disease that was in her brain that was making her view things differently. It didn't, nothing changed. Like if there was a a soda can or, you know, a, a table or a chair sitting there, none of that, none of that was different, but in her mind, it was, it was a different situation. Um, you know, for instance, one time I remember this vividly, 
uh, my sister had graduated. She was a few years older than me. So by the time, um, I was in high school, uh, actually just it happened just before high school. Um, because unfortunately my, my dad had to make the tough decision of, uh, when I got into sports, he was a school teacher. He would take him, he would take her with him to school and, and care for her. Um, and she was there with him while he taught and she just sat in the room the whole time. Um, and then, <clears throat> uh, when I got into high school, he had to basically make a decision of, I mean, he, he took care of her. He had, you know, water on his knees, like water sacks, whatever they're called on his knees, um, from, from bathing her, um, feeding her, changing her, all that stuff, uh, that he had to do. Um, but he, um, he had to make the decision of, was he going in this? I can't, I don't, I couldn't even imagine how to make this decision, but he had to make the decision of going, either going to my sporting events and supporting, you know, supporting his son and, and his interests, um, and having to take care of, of his wife that I, he'll tell me the exact day when they're, of their, <laughs> their first date, I think it was in the seventh grade or something like that. Um, but he had to make that decision. So she eventually would end up um, in uh, uh, a facility that took care of um, dementia and, and uh, Alzheimer's patients. And uh, so, but before that happened, uh, there was one, one day where I came walking down the hall and I look over and my dad is on the phone and my mom has this red like syrup dripping from, from her mouth. And as this is dripping from her mouth, she, I, um, I hear my dad and he's like, Oh, you know, he's talking to, he called 911 or poison control or something because the, for whatever reason we had a, a car wash, a bottle of car wash that was sitting on top of the fridge. Um, just, it just randomly stored there. Well, in her mind, she thought it was something to drink because her mind was, was being eaten away. And so she looked at it and she said, it, she thought it was logical to drink it. So she sat there and was drinking. My dad came around the corner and she was sitting there drinking, uh, drinking car wash. So, I mean that, you know, thinking back on it, like it's, it's a cr kind of a crazy story, but you know, I wasn't until years later that I, I realized that what was different for her was just in her mind. And if you, if, a, if a disease can do that to you in such a negative way, you know, what about if you could do that, you could, you could train yourself to do it in a positive way. And you start thinking about, you know, things that are happening instead of you're not getting what, what you wanted or, or, or anything that is not going your way instead of figuring out a way to, to leverage it and turn it into something that is a little more positive. Um, you know, it, it's, it's really simple. And, and it's just like lifting weights. Like the more you do it, the more you start thinking in a positive mindset, the easier it becomes and, and the harder it becomes for you to become in a, in a really bad mood. And don't get me wrong. I still get in bad moods. I mean, I'll watch the Seahawks and they'll, they'll get me frustrated, but I overcome that much, much more quickly uh, now, <clears throat> you know, than I did before mainly because, you know, one, I'm, I'm growing up, but two, I'm learning, learning to look long uh, on the long term. Like, you know, if, if something doesn't go right, right now, what's the deal in six months that, so, you know, like I, I told Eva uh, after that first accident where it was just, you know, it, all the, what was running through her mind was, was dollar signs and, and things about not having a car and all this stuff. And and I told her, you know, it's going to be funny. And in five years, 10 years, 20 years down the road, we're going to, we're going to look back on this and laugh and go, do you remember that stretch of just over a year where we got in a total couple cars, gotten a couple accidents? Um, you know, yeah, it, it, it's going to cost money, but 
think about how quickly, like if think of, of this month or think about right now. So six months ago, maybe there was a situation where you were, you know, you had, had trouble making it by that month and didn't know how you're going to do it. And then even just six months later, you're sitting here in this position now, or maybe that you're, that's your position now is that, but after that six months, you see that, you know, it really wasn't that big of a deal. You put all the stress on yourself. You, you didn't sleep, you know, you're waking up in the middle of the night trying to figure out what's going to go on and, and started thinking all the negative things that are going to happen instead of just, you know, figuring out a solution and, and understanding that, okay, we're going to ride this out. We're going to do this. And then, um, six months later you look back and you go, Oh man, that wasn't really that bad. Uh, you know, or maybe right now you're listening to it right now and you're thinking, Oh God, what am I going to do? I, you know, I need I get the power bills due. you know, how am I going to make an extra hundred bucks or whatever it is that, that you need to pay it or whatever it is to get back. If, if that's the case, the struggle that you're having now, but looking, understanding that in six months you have the ability to change that, to make sure that, that in six months you're not in the same position that you are today. Um, and so that's, that's pretty much, um, the whole, you know, this three part series is I, I wanted to break it down with a, a couple of actual experiences and then kind of the aha that I had um, about you know, you know about ten years ago maybe a little bit longer than that but it was it definitely wasn't I, it wasn't in the moment when I saw my mom going through these things and it wasn't in the moment um, or even or even a couple years later that I was like oh you know I I, I get it but then like I said about ten years later I, it really hit me that you know now I get to be. I get to choose my positivity. Obviously she didn't. I mean, that's a completely different, different thing, but the, the analogy and the point is that, that, that disease didn't change anything outside of her world. It was only what her perception was. And so I'm basically here to say that if you have the cognitive ability to change your mindset, you, as long as you aren't dealing with some sort of health issue that doesn't allow you to do that, um, you know, there, there's so many things that are in your control than that you would think, or then you would think. Um, and you know, I, I just want to get that out there. So people are putting themselves in, in a position to consistently think more positively so they can be open to, you know, open to, you know, other ideas, open to anything. It doesn't close you off. I mean, people miss out on so many opportunities because they are so, they're so closed off because they're in a bad mood. They're in a negative mindset. When if you're in a positive mindset, I promise you, you will, you will see so much more clearly on what is available to you and whether or not it's a good, good idea for you. But all right, guys, that's all I wanted to, uh, to talk about was, uh, you know, positive world, make your world positive. Uh, thanks for sticking around with me for the week. I will be back on Monday, even though it is a holiday. Um, I'm still going to, going to be back on Monday. So have a great weekend. I got a soccer tournament to attend to uh, for my daughter. So that will be uh, be my weekend. But hope you guys enjoy your weekend. Have a great one. Hey, thanks for listening and be sure to subscribe and please leave a comment. If you'd like your free copy of four ways to leverage your existing real estate business or to apply to join my team, go to the retired real estate agent.com for your free growth package.